Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 141 of the Poke Tower Podcast. I can't believe I get to say that every week. That number just blows my mind. Anyways, welcome in, guys. We got a handful of things to talk about today. We're going to be talking about uh, some scarlet and violet base sleepers. You might have seen that in the thumbnail. It says, it is time. I have an idea, um, and it makes a lot of sense to me. So we'll be talking about that. We're going to be talking about a new set called Critical Blow from Dragon Ball Super. We're also going to be talking about Double Diamonds Omnimon, the ghost rare. A new release from Marvel that drops this Friday. That's a Kith X-Men collaboration. I believe it's the X-Men's 60th anniversary. We'll be touching on that. We're going to be talking about Lamar Jackson and a little story about patience uh, on my personal eBay. Um, we'll also be taking a look at my WADA sub. For those of you in the Discord, you probably already got the deets on that, but we'll be talking about it again and my reasons why I got those games. And uh, Gengar's Grabs. That'll be all for today's episode. Okay, here we go. Lots of stuff to talk about. Let's start with the Battle Royale this week. Here we go. All right, TCG Battle Royale, we're talking about Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dragon Ball, Digimon, and their newest booster releases. We rank them based on their values, based on their excitement, or the prices maybe dropping, um, uh, maybe, um, you know, that they're undervalued. So lots of different ways to look at this. Um, this is not a complete one through four. This is just what I'm thinking. And if you're a fan of all four, how do you prioritize what you're going to buy, right? Here we go. Number one this week. We got a new contender. I'm going with Digimon versus Royal Knight. It's a brand new set. Um, this was the set that we talked about a few weeks ago on the Digimon segment with all the alt arts of the Royal Knights. They look, they look amazing. Now, those aren't the biggest pulls or chasers in this set, but much like Digimon uh, 1.0 and 1.5, where we had those alt arts of our favorite characters, I'm getting that same exact feeling. So um, you have the BT2 uh, War Greymon, you know, with the gold uh, gigabyte backdrop, like that style. We're getting that look with the Royal Knights, and I think it is a knockout in terms of like SPRs, alternate arts you can collect. That's something I'm going to be, I'm, I'm excited about. So it's number one for me. It's also a brand new set, so a lot of people will be opening this stuff up. You're going to be paying the most money for this stuff right now. So I'm not saying it's a buy. I'm just saying people are excited about it, and it looks cool. Case price is $745. Box price is $77. Top four cards in the set come out to 729. Now, this is nuts. There are multiple alternate arts in this set that cost over $100 right now. And we're not talking Royal Knights. We're talking like Mirage Galgamon. We're talking Rosemon. Like, we're talking about characters that you probably don't know from the TV show. Um, now, a lot of that's probably going to be from the gamers and people who play. They need these cards. Uh, they're probably going to be highly valuable to them in building their decks. You know, second, even third to that is the Royal Knights. Like most of the Royal Knights are falling under 40 bucks. Um, you do have Gallantmon and Omnimon around 50-ish, but you know, it's a new set. Give it a few weeks. It's not time to just go buy the whole set. I mean, you could if you want to move on. Um, but in terms of saving some money, you could wait. Uh, but 
it's an exciting Digimon set, um, for sure. And, a, you know, a nice little flash seeing that, you know, we've, the last couple sets haven't been too, uh, too great. So here we go. A number two this week. Sticking with Yu-Gi-Oh! Legend of Blue Eyes, the 25th anniversary set. I'm seeing lots of people post about this on Instagram. They're just excited to open these things up. Some people are pulling uh, both secret rares. You know, you get um, uh, Trihorn Dragon and you get uh, Gaia, the Dragon Champion. Like, you can get both inside of a, a case um, instead of just getting one or the other. Um, you get the Blue Eyes. You can get Dark Magician, both in the same booster box. It's pretty darn crazy. Case prices, uh, I don't have that, but box prices are $79. And check this out. The top four cards in the set have gone up to 106 And there are actually seven cards in the set that have gone over the $20 price point. So now, you know, we did, we had four cards, I think, that were in the top, you know, that broke 15 bucks. Now you got seven. That's insane for like a reprint set. It's pretty crazy. And, and what it's going to be is going to be your blue eyes, red eyes, dark magician, and your Exodia pieces. Those are going to be the top cards. Uh, but I expect to see stuff like, uh, Celtic Guardian come up, you know what I mean? Uh, Curse of Dragon, like that type of stuff too, I could see going up in value. I don't know if it's going to break 15 bucks, but there's a lot of nostalgic cards that I think people will go after and they'll have their little pumps here and there, but it's nice to see green, you know, on the first two sets of the week here. Number three, going with Dragon Ball Super Wild Resurgence. Again, th that God Rare is going to be the best card you can get out of any card here. Um, but Everything else has just kind of gone down. Case price is $814. Box prices are down to $65. Bucks. That's even further down from last week. Top four cards in the set, $1,800. And guess what? $1,600 belongs to the God Rare. So you're talking about $200 out of the other secret rares combined. It's crazy. It's, it's probably our weakest, our weakest God Rare set. So, and I think, I think a lot of that has to do with the Bardock. That's what I think. I think the fact that they did Vegeta and it was a home run and then you go to Bardock, which is, it's an awesome card. Don't get me wrong. But you could have put so many other characters on there. You could have put so, like, I think what it did is it lowered the expectations of the God Rares. And now you put Goku, but you got to remember our last impression of God Rare was not Vegeta. It was Bardock. So now people are trying to compare Goku to Bardock and it should have been the other way around. It should have been like Vegeta Goku, Gohan, shoot, I mean, you could probably even throw uh, Gogeta on one, right? You could do Vegito and then get into your Bardocks and stuff like that. But they, they did Bardocks second, and I think it left some sort of impression on collectors. All right, number four, Pokemon, how they evolved. Case prices are up a little bit, 589 Box prices are $91. That is crazy. Top four cards in the set come out to $196. I mean, we were seeing booster boxes for $90 bucks, like pre-COVID. Like, you, you could get a booster box for like $84, $85. Bucks. Like, we're right there. Uh, that is pretty crazy. Like, we're, And I'm talking sun and moon type stuff, not just um, sword and shield. I'm talking sun and moon stuff, you could get booster boxes for like $84, $85, $86. Bucks. We're right there. It's, it's crazy. Top four cards in the set are the same as last week at $196. Bucks. And there are seven cards in the set that break the uh, $15 price point. All right. That is your top four this week. We got Versus Royal Knights for Digimon, number one. Legend of Blue Eyes, number two. Wild Resurgence, number three. And Paldea Evolve, number four. Now let's talk about these Scarlet and Violet base set sleepers. Here we go. That was the wrong sample. Come on, guys. That was the wrong sample. Here we go. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> oh, man. All right. 
right, Pokemon this week. Scarlet and Violet base set sleepers. Now, this set has been out for months now, right? Three, four, five months. Like, it's at least a quarter old, right? I can't even remember when I bought it. Was it March, April? Something like that. Um, but it's it's pretty much dead in terms of those ebbs and flows that we get. Those bigger ones, right? You're, you see them with Paldea Evolved right now. Every other week, it's a different card and gets a small pump, right? Scarlet Violet base set, no one's really looking at. And I think it's actually a great time to go in there and scoop up some of these cards. Now, not every card, specific cards. But, but my pick, my pick, you know, I'm getting away from the gold rares. Even though I, the gold rares are hard, the hyper rares are harder to pull. Collectors just aren't into them anymore. It's, it's, um, it's tired, right? Like, they just, we just don't want it. Um, now, the easy answer is, well, let's go snipe these special illustrator rares. But I think that there's a lot of value in these illustration rares. And we saw that with the Magikarp, how well the Magikarp did. Um, and that was a card, you know, that I pulled in my first booster box. You know, and I had no idea. But I think, I think these are low-risk plays that actually pan out pretty well in PSA 10s. First up, we got this Slowpoke illustrator rare. This card is eight bucks and look at the value. It's dropped. It has just dropped over the last month. It's, it's at the bottom right now. You can get a slow poke for eight bucks. Now, would I go and buy these on TCG player for eight bucks a pop? Me personally, yes, because I'll buy like five to eight copies and I'm gunning for PSA 10s. That's a huge risk because I can't see those cards in person. But you could go on eBay. And you get to actually handpick the cards you want. And guess what? You know what you do? You, you spend a whole day looking for Slowpoke Illustrator Rares. And you go through every single one. And you pick all the ones that you think are 10s. And you buy them. If you go on eBay, you'll see that PSA 10s are like 10x the price of the raw card. So you grade these for 15 bucks. It's going to be about three months because PSA has been a little slow. Uh, but I think what you're doing here is it's not any old character. I think Slowpoke is actually a great character. I think there's actually a lot of Slowpoke fans in Pokemon it's 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 one of the originals of the uh, 151 so it makes them special um, and I think that this is be this will be something that collectors look for in a PSA 10 not every collector but special collectors um, and I think Slowpoke you know is, is one of those candidates the next one we're talking about Riolu now Riolu is a pseudo legendary he's also eight dollars and you can see last month he had a big old pump almost got to you know ten uh, nine bucks a card now he's back down here in the high sevens. Again, you could go on TCG Player and, and buy, you know, the cheapest ones and near mint and, and, and get lucky. That's a possibility. Uh, from my experiences, a lot of my Scarlet Violet base set cards were scratched and nicked, like right out of the box. And I had an entire case. I pulled every card you could have wanted, but I was like, these are all PSA 8, PSA 9s, which is why I didn't grade any of mine. Um, but... You could go on eBay and you could find people selling these for five to eight dollars. Buy them and grade them for fifteen bucks. These are great. I think these are these are slabs that are going to sell for seventy to eighty bucks in a PSA ten. That's that's going to be pretty normal. And uh, you know, I think these are these are a happy medium because they're not the gold rares, they're not the rainbow rares, um, they're not any sort of alt art like you know super hard chase pool. They're just. There's so many of these that that's what makes them hard to pull is that, you know, I don't know how many illustrated rares there are. Like there's at least 20 of them, right? So I think going for legacy characters, that's the biggest thing. Legacy characters and fan favorites, right? Like, um, you know, there's a skull villain in this set. 
I would not go buy a Scoville and Illustrator Rare and try and snipe 10s. I just wouldn't do that. I would go for characters that are extremely memorable, have a lot to them. Riolu is one of those characters. Moving on. We got uh, Griever. Now, this is a newer character. However, a lot of people like it, and there's a lot of story to this card. You look at the card itself. It's got Gengar in there. It's got Ghastly. It's got Drifloon. So uh, there's lots of ghost-type Pokemon in there. And it's, this is a fan favorite in Scarlet and Violet. A lot of people like this little dog, and it's a ghost type. Ghost types are extremely popular in Pokemon. You look at him, he costs $5. Five bucks. You could go buy five copies on eBay for like 30 bucks. Maybe a little bit more. And you grade them for 15 bucks. You don't need to express these, right? You're, you're, you have to, you really got to do your work though on getting the 10s. So it's going to take a little bit more time than you think. You got to inspect the back. You got to inspect the surface. And I know that's really hard to do on a phone or over the computer on eBay looking. Um, but it's a great way. I think these cards are super cheap, much like the um, Dragon Ball Super SPRs that we talk about. This is the same thing, but for Pokemon. Like a Grievered, you're not going to pull a Grievered in every box, let alone every case. There are some people that will open a case and not pull a Grievered. So remember, these are secret rares. And the only reason they're hard to pull is because there's so many of them. It's like making, it's like making a reverse hollow of a rare card, but there are, you know, 50 rares in the set. If you pull a rare, you got a one in 50 chance that you're going to get that specific guy. It's, it's that kind of math. Um, so even though the illustrator rares are cheap and they're less than 10 bucks, these are great cards to have because the reality is most people will not pull them. The other reality is the, the print quality isn't that great. So there's going to be, you know, not as many 10s as we're used to seeing. There will be a lot of 10s, I think, because it's modern product. But it's not going to be as easy as, you know, some of these other sets based on my experience looking at these cards. So that's why I'm kind of looking at these. I'm like, these are cheap. These are great characters. And I'll do the same thing for Paldea Evolve, but not right now. Paldea Evolve needs to wait another couple months. Let everyone forget about it and we'll go take a look at it, right? Last on this list, we're talking about Palmont. Palmont is a uh, poor man's Pikachu. I actually think he looks cooler than Pikachu. Um, now, he doesn't have anywhere near the story or legacy of Pikachu. That's the biggest factor there. Uh, but I think this is actually a cool Pokemon for Scarlet and Violet. So again, another new fan favorite. And this card is just 3 bucks, $3. We shared this card uh, when the set dropped as like one of my favorite picks, you know, along with the King Gambit. Now, I really wanted to throw King Gambit in here, but I'm just not seeing the support from collectors like, oh, wow, this is a really cool guy. Um, so, you know, we went with the friendlier, more popular picks, more accessible, right? These are characters that everyone likes. Um, and these are the guys that I'm looking at, right? You could buy each card here. Let's see, 8, 15, uh, 20. It would cost you $23 to get all these cards. I guarantee you, if you got a case of this, right, for like 600 bucks, you would not, you probably wouldn't pull all three of them. something to think about i'm all four of them my bad not all three um so again it's not like they're super rare people pull them it's just the odds of you pulling one specifically is is a little tough and um i think these are going to be the next little you know i think this is the easiest play in pokemon right because everyone's you know suspecting like you got to grade the waifus you got to do this you know and, and everyone's going after the chase cards what people aren't doing are going after these ones I think these are. this is an easy play in Pokemon. I think this is probably the smartest, most cost-efficient risk, lowest risk 
move in modern Pokemon right now. I think it is. All right. That's our uh, quick look at some Scarlet Violet base set sleepers. Let's talk about Dragon Ball this week. Here we go. All right. Dragon Ball this week, we're talking about a new set called Critical Blow. There isn't much information on it, but we'll go ahead and share the article we got from Bleeding Cool. This card right here that I'm looking at is a Cell Max promo card. So this is a promo card they're going to be giving out. The front looks pretty dope. So that's something I would look out for. The, 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 the back of this leader card isn't too hot, but look at the front. It's pretty sweet. So let's go ahead and take a look at this link here. And let's see what we got. So Dragon Ball Super card game reveals the next set critical blow. This was dropped last Friday. Bandai has revealed the name of the next Dragon Ball Super expansion. The title of this set is Zenkai Series Critical Blow. This is the fifth expansion of Zenkai Series and overall the 22nd main series of Dragon Ball Super. This set does include a God Rare. We're getting another one. Maybe we get a Gohan. I don't know. Which makes that as of yet unrevealed card the fourth God Rare in the hobby after Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta, Realm of the Gods, Bardock, and Son Goku. So far, we don't know anything about this set other than those facts and information regarding a few promo cards. Let's take a look at some of the cards here. So the promos they got is a Gotenks and uh, an omnidirectional beam of Cell Max. Looks like it's a horizontal card there. And then you got the other promo that we just showed of the leader, the leader back there of um, Cell Max. And that's pretty much all we know on this set right now. Now, what I'm thinking, this is something I'm kind of thinking in the back of my head. With God Rares not doing too hot, it would be smart for Bandai. They've already printed it. We already, they already know what it is, but I'm hoping that Bandai would make a Gohan God Rare. We're talking Beast Gohan God Rare. That would be big. It would be huge, uh, and that's what you would need, I think, you know, to kind of bring back some life into um, Dragon Ball Super. That's what you need because the Goku didn't do its thing. The Bardock, I think, is what brought the value down in the first place because the Vegeta was doing hot. Uh, I think you need that Beast Gohan, and I think that would be a big one. I think that would be one that could actually hang out over $2,000 for quite a amount of time. Um, but there you go. That's all we got on Dragon Ball this week. Critical Blow. It's a new set coming out. Uh, looks like... Does it say? I don't think it said. Didn't I just read it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What? Anyways, wow. Complete brain fart there. I don't know what I was talking about. Anyways, that's it for Dragon Ball this week. Let's get some Digimon. Here we go. Digimon. So there's not too much to talk about here, but we are going to talk about Omnimon from Digimon Double Diamond BT6. Um, I thought that this was going to be the card that takes Digimon to the next level. And uh, we're at, I mean, if you look at the prices over the last year, we're at a point where it is cheaper than it was last year. It is, it is pretty much reached. I'm seeing them sell for 500 to $600 on TCG player. Um, I think it might be time for me to get one. This is actually, you know, it hasn't been this cheap since the card released. Uh, it's a little unfortunate because I thought this was going to be the guy that could carry it to the next level. Uh, and and 
I think there was some success. I mean, you got this card going up to twelve hundred dollars um, in March of last year, uh, March of this year, um, or February of this year. You even saw PSA tens, you know, selling for three to four thousand dollars. But now you go on eBay, you're seeing PSA tens sell for twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. Now I know the market's a little cold. It is the summertime. People generally spend less money on these types of things in the summer. Um, but you know, I thought that this would be one of those ones that didn't do that. I, I kind of viewed this as like much like Dragon Ball's, you know, signature SPRs, Goku, Vegeta, like, you know, those those big characters. I thought that this Omnimon was gonna be the guy. And that may not be the case. Who knows? This thing could come back to life and and go back and go back up in price, but um there's nothing here that really says it will. You know, the, this this thing has been dropping in price since March, April, May, June, July. It's going to be August. Five months of just dropping, dropping, dropping prices. So I don't know if the market has decided that this card isn't as rare as people think it is or what. But, um, you know, it's 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 I'm happy to see it because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be able to buy one now at, at, a, at two to three times less the price it was, you know, five months ago. But uh, I'm not happy for the long term value of Digimon here. Uh, this is this is I thought this was the this was the uh, you know the guy. I thought this would be the one, but uh, it it may not. Yeah, you know, it's it's too soon to tell. Let's see this thing in three years. But you know who knows? Um, I thought it would have a different effect because I believe this set is over a year old. It's it's like two years old, I think. So it's kind of interesting. Um, we're just not getting that push that we needed from it. But on the same hand, I'm stoked because like literally you could buy two or three copies for the price of one now. That's nuts. And that might be something really cool for Omnimon collectors or people who didn't have access to this card can say, hey, I couldn't do 1200 but I can do 500 Check it out on TCG Player. Let me know if you're going to be getting one soon. All right. That's it for Digimon this week. Let's talk about some X-Men on the Marvel segment. Here we go. Okay, so this one was brought to me by our mod, Tool to Mod, a.k.a. Chase. So I'd, I had been seeing these X-Men cards getting authenticated by PSA, and I knew that there was some sort of like shoe collab, but I didn't know anything about it. Chase sent me a message. He's like, hey, do you know anything about this X-Men Kith collaboration? I was like, no. And he tells me a little bit about it. I was like, you know what? Let's just check it out, and let's go. Let's share it on the podcast, right? So that's what we're going to be doing today. Let's check out this X-Men. It's in celebration of the 60th anniversary of X-Men. X-Men is dope, by the way. Like, I hate to say it, and it's not the most popular thing, but I would, I actually like X-Men more than I like Marvel. Um, like the, the Avengers, right? So like, I like the group of X-Men, the characters. I like the stories more than I like the group of Avengers. However, X-Men really hasn't done anything in a while besides Logan, right? Logan and, uh, you know, now he's doing... Deadpool, Wolverine, but like you don't see much of the X-Men anymore. Like they made the movies in the 2000s and that's about it. All right, let's talk about this. Here we go. So this is the Marvel Kith for Asics Gel Light 3 Remastered. Look at these shoes. Holy cow. Kith, Marvel, and Asics. So it's a three-way collaboration here. Have teamed up to reimagine the Gel Light 3 honoring the 60th anniversary of X-Men franchise. Designed in seven colorways dedicated to legendary characters, the Marvel Kith for Asics Gel Light 3 Remastered arrives as a mystery, mystery box, packaged in a co-branded collectible blind box 
accompanied by a Marvel Kith for Upper Deck trading card ranging in rarity. That is a lot of verbiage there. So you get a trading card inside this box. The black, green, gold, blue, and red cards arrive in co-branded PSA-graded slabs. So PSA has already graded the big hits in this set. And something they did that I really like is they just put authentic on it. There's no grade attached to these. And I think that is the smartest freaking thing to do with rare cards. Grail cards. Like, just put authentic on it. It's real. I'm not going to put a grade on it because this thing is just stupid rare. Like, it's, you know, if something's a one of one, who cares if it's a PSA 4? It's a one of one. You know what I mean? Like, so I really like this idea of just putting authentic on it. I think that's big. That might be something more popular we see in the future. People will stop worrying about the grade that's on a card and just caring about the fact that it's real. That might be a very popular thing going forward. Pay attention to that. Here we go. So this is the first time in PSA's history that another brand's logo will share on the grading tab. That's an interesting thing. I wonder what that looks like. The orange, pink, and silver cards will arrive in one-touch cases. So if you get orange, pink, and silver, they're not too rare. You can kind of, oh, oh, oh. You can see that. Let me see if I can pull this up. I won't let me. Dang it. Won't let me. So this is what the box looks like. You get a pair of shoes and you get a card. The Marvel Kith Asics X-Men Remastered. Oh my God. It releases this Friday. So uh, on the 28th. July 28th. Is it the 28th? Let me check my calendar. It's the 25th today, right? Yeah, July 28th at 11 a.m. Central. So that's 9 o'clock. CET? Is that Eastern? No. Wait, what? Oh my gosh. 11 a.m. CET on... Oh, that's for that's for the UK, England. Okay. 11 a.m. Eastern on kith.com. Oh my gosh. You can also get the Kith app. The drawing is now open via the Kith app. So maybe you have to apply to get a spot in this here. But anyways, it's a mystery box. You won't know what you get till you get it. Uh, but that is, what is that, 8 o'clock? 8 in the morning for West Coasters. Um, that's going to be 10 o'clock in the morning for me and 11 on the East Coast. You can go to kith.com to find out how to get your box. But that is pretty sweet. Check a look at these. These are sweet. A6 right here. This is Cyclops. Not bad. They got the card. They do, but not a close-up. That's pretty dope. Wow. Just says authentic. That's the black one of one. I think that is brilliant. That is huge. Because there's so... I like the idea of grades on cards, you know, because... It's... Instead of just saying... Instead of a way of looking at, oh, this card is better than the other cards, it's just a way to basically have a professional's opinion on what the condition is. But anyways, you know, it's not about, you know, comparing, but it's just like, look, I certify that this is in this condition. That's what that is. But this idea of authentic, there's a lot of people, a lot of people, like, how do I say it? Um, there are people in grade school, right? There are parents in grade school that can opt that their child doesn't get grades. You guys know that's a thing? Like, so like, it's just, Pass or fail. There's no A, B, C, or D. It's just pass or fail. So the kids don't associate a grade or they're, they don't associate their worth or value to a grade that they're given based on the effort they give. I don't know how I feel about that, but there's a lot. What I'm saying is there's a lot of people that are like that. 
That's what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of people that say like, you know, my worth shouldn't be dictated by a grade on a card, you know, and this is better. Like, I'm not like that, but I think it's it's actually brilliant, you know, because I do think there are instances where authentic is actually a great way, you know, a great way to go for your collectibles. I do. I really do. I think that's pretty sweet. Um, all right. <clears throat> what do we got here? Let me see. Is that, was that the rest? Oh, there's this like Cyclops gold right there. Those are pretty dope. The blue one is nasty. Holy cow. Cool. We got Gambit. We got Storm. Rogue. This is Beast. Beast is kind of lame. Wolverine 1980. That's dope. And then you got Wolverine 1975. These are pretty clean. I've never worn a pair of A6, actually. I think I used to have A6 wrestling shoes, but not anything else. So you guys let me know in the Discord if this is something you'll be looking at. Uh, but there you go. That's Kith, Marvel, X-Men, PSA. Asics, every brand has got their hands in this. And they're celebrating the 60th anniversary. You can get your box this Friday. Go to kith.com or download the app, and that's how you get in. I, I don't know if there's like a drawing method. It sounds like there is, uh, but that's that. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about some sports this week. This is a funny story I got to tell you guys. All right, so <laughs> here we go. I called this one Patience, Lamar Jackson. So if you guys look here, let me pull up my, uh, is this it right here? Yeah. So here's my chart on market movers. Uh, this is the all-time data for the SGC 10 Lamar Jackson uh, rookie, rated rookie hollow from Optic, okay? So as you can see, um, about two years ago, this card was $600. It dropped to $400. It dropped to $200. And then recently sold for about 400 again. Well, this $400 sale was me. Now, I make sales like this often, but this one is this one is special, which is why I'm going to share it with you, okay? There was a person. Remember, I, I just talked about this. I just freaking talked about this last week, guys, or like two weeks ago. Remember, I said quarterbacks in August tend to sell for more money than they do for the rest of the season, unless they make the playoffs, they have a historic game, or they're on an MVP run. Like, if they do some of those things, then yes, November, December, January, February, their prices can rise. However, most quarterbacks will have their value rise in August. Why? Because people are speculating on who's going to do their thing. Now, let's talk about this. Remember, I told you I was going to be listing my quarterbacks. I was going to try and get rid of them. The ones that I was holding. This Lamar Jackson I had been holding for about eight months. Check it, check this out here. So we got this. I got a message from someone on eBay. Um, basically, he said, Hey, I wanted to see what you're doing on this. The most recent comp is 205. Now, I paid, I paid uh around that price. <laughs> he he's I paid around that price, right? So I was like, no, I'm not going to sell for 200 Like, uh, why would I do that? That's, that's about what I paid. I would not do that. Um, it makes no sense for me to do that. And I think Lamar Jackson re-signing with the Ravens is probably the smartest thing he could do. He got a record contract. 
Typically, quarterbacks sell for the most in August. He's healthy. People are speculating that he's going to have a comeback season. Me, not me personally. That's why I'm trying to get rid of this card. But most people think like that. So I was like, oh, this is a great time to get rid of this Lamar Jackson. This is exactly why I bought it. This is what, remember, I bought this card eight months ago. He was injured, not in the playoffs, and threatening the Ravens to never play with them again. So I was like, man, there's a lot of negative news about this guy. I think it's a great time to buy his cards because I think he's still got some life in his career. That was, that was my thing. Um, so again, it's about August. I list it and this guy's like, Hey, let's do 200. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he said, you know, cause he said the most recent comp is 205. So again, I go back here, I go back to market movers and I take a picture. I take a picture of this right here, right? I send him the price data and I take a picture of this and I put a circle. It was actually 400 right here. It was 400 on, a, on the last sale. If you guys can see right here, the last sale says 389. That was my sale. But it said 400 on the average price of all days. So I was like, no, we're not going to because I'm priced at the average, right? The, the average is 400. I'm at 389. So I am the lowest price on eBay. You're not going to find a PSA 10 cheaper than me. You're not going to find an SGC 10 cheaper than me. It's not going to happen. I am the lowest. It will move. And it's not like I wasn't unfair because I was using the market average of all days. So this guy, <laughs> this guy sends it. He's like, he's like, uh, the market, the market average is not, or he said, typically, you know, the, the fair value is going to be what it last sold for. And I was like, um, no. So I sent, I sent a message of how to calculate market value. I copy pasted and it literally says, you know, to find market value, you take an average of all previous sales and you also take into consideration the current market and current listings. And I was like, okay, so if the average price is 400 and everyone on eBay wants 500 to 700, if I come in at 400, I'm underneath everyone and I'm also being fair, right? Because the average price is 400. Everyone else is at five to 700. All I have to do is be fair and it will sell. And this guy get pissed off, right? He's super mad. And he's like, well, whatever, man, that's not true, but good luck. Good luck, man. That's what he says. And you can kind of see that here. Let me see if I can, it says right here. He was just mad. I, bl I blanked out his name because he's just being sore. Um, but he was wrong because literally like five days after someone went and paid my asking price. So the, the moral of this story is called patience. I told you guys like, Use your brain. Don't let people bully you on eBay. Um, and if you believe in your price, it will move. And I, I wasn't trying to sell it immediately. It's like, I'm at a fair price. And if someone, if, if, if he had approached this differently and said, hey, there's another guy on eBay selling for 250 What can you do? I'd rather have yours. You know what I mean? Okay, let's talk about that. But when you say the most recent comp is 205 and you think you're going to get 205 that's not how it works. Last sale does not mean market value. It just means someone got lucky. And that, so, that lucky person happened to be me. Why would I sell? <laughs> this, this guy's crazy, man. Like, that's not how it works. So, you know, and I try not to be a jerk on eBay. Like, you know, if you talk with me and we level things, you know, it can work. And, and oftentimes I'll give people a decent discount. But I'm not going to go off the most recent price especially if it's something that I pay for. It's just silly, right? So story for you guys, patience, okay? And remember, it's time to buy 
it's time to basically remove those quarterbacks, you know, unless you're holding for a Super Bowl or something like that. I got most of my quarterbacks up for sale because, you know, I, I bought them in the offseason um, when their prices were low and nobody believed in them. And people, you know, when when Justin Herbert lost in the playoffs and people were like, this guy sucks, right? It's been three years. He can't do, get anything done. Okay, I'm going to go buy some Justin Herbert cards, right? Herbert or uh, Burrow gets hurt. This dude's always hurt, man. He's going to be the next, you know, Andrew Luck. Okay, I think I'm going to go buy some some Burrow, right? Uh, same thing with uh, Trevor Lawrence. When they were three and seven last year, nobody was talking about that. Okay, I'm going to buy some Trevor Lawrence. So, like, it's really just about timing. When everyone's talking crap about a quarterback that I believe in, that's when I buy. And then when 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 people are high on them, it's like, well, you know, I'm, I've had this card. I'm going to get rid of it. Anyways, be careful this summer on your sports. It's typically you know going to be selling time for football. If you want to get a good deal, really take a look. That's the story here. Take a look at the numbers and analytics and make a decision here. Um, so we're back up to 400 with the Lamar Jackson. It was it was a nice sports card flip for me, but also something you know to share with you guys. All right, that's enough of the Lamar Jackson drama on eBay. Here we go. Let's talk about. We're talking about my most recent WADA sub. I forgot to update this slide here, but here we go. Let's get into some gaming. So if you're in the Discord, you guys already saw my WADA grades for this PSP submission I did. When, when WADA made their new um, cases, they said that they're going to start grading um, Game Gear, like Sega games. Uh, PSP, and I think DS uh, games, some sort of DS games. I can't remember which one, but there were games that there were certain cases they didn't have before, but that they do now. And uh, PSP was on that list. So when I when I got that news in April, I was like, I'm gonna start looking at PSP games because it's not one of the most popular systems ever made. Uh, some people look at it as a failure, um, but that's kind of the reason why. I started buying it and collecting it because I look at it like GameCube. You look at GameCube, when you look at the stats, it's actually one of the lowest sold units ever. Um, and it really wasn't out for a long time and there was no expansion of the GameCube. It was kind of a one-off thing. That's very much how I view the PSP. Now you have the PS Vita, but PSP was in that era of video games where the GameCube existed as well. So it's a lot of nostalgia tied to that. Um, I had a PSP when I was younger. I had to share it with my brother. Um, because it was actually his, but uh, we shared it, um, and I played Monster Hunter, and um, what were some other games? Oh my gosh, I used it a lot for the internet too, um, like Facebook or MySpace back in the day. MySpace, that's what it was. Uh, we had Kingdom Hearts. This was a game I never got to, not never had, because we just didn't have money for it. Um, Jack and Daxter was another big one. God of War. So like a lot of games that I was familiar with. Um, those were the types of games that I was checking out, and. One of the things I did to get an idea of this is just a simple Google Google search, you know, what are the top games in PSP? And I found a couple websites and I compared the list. And then what I did, I didn't just blindly follow any list. I looked at the list and then I assessed the franchises in that list. And I was like, okay, all these lists have some things in common. God of War is in all those, right? Um, Jack and Daxter, big franchise, like it was huge for Sony. Um, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy. I was like, these are just big names in general. It doesn't have to be specifically Monster Hunter. 
it didn't have to specifically be PSP games, big PSP games, but what are just some big, you know, titles in general? So, and then I further narrowed it from that. I said, okay, these are the biggest titles. Now, which ones do I actually like? And then I picked those games out from there. And that's kind of how I got my first set of games. So, you know, which ones do I want to get? So here we go. Here's the grade reveal. I'm just going to share what I got here. Very pleased with these grades. I didn't think they were going to do this good, but they did. First up, we got Monster Hunter Freedom. Now, Monster Hunter 2, I think Unite is the most popular, the biggest, most expensive PSP game you can get. It's called Monster Hunter Unite. I couldn't find that one that was in good condition. So I got Monster Hunter Freedom. I got a 9.8 A+. Absolutely thrilled on this. I didn't even pay for the cleaning service this time. What I did is I actually just bought like microfiber um, towels and then I got uh, some alcohol wipes and cleaned everything myself. The seals were all intact. I made sure that they all had Y-fold seals. Um, I, anything that was sealed like uh, around the sides, like, you know, like the um, meltable plastic seals on the sides, I didn't get those games. I was like, no, I'm looking for Y-fold seals only. And then a big thing too was I didn't want reprint games. So I didn't want, you know, PSP favorite collection, ultimate collection, whatever. I wanted original black label PSP. That's what I went for. So these are like first print games. Okay. Next, we got Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Now, I've never been a Metal Gear Solid uh, fan, but I have a lot of friends that play Metal Gear Solid. Uh, and, you know, people have always talked about it. So that was something that it was like a no brainer for me. I was like, well, this is just a big name in general. We got a 9.8 A plus and on multiple sites, like two or three websites that I had looked at, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker was in the top three, like every time. And I was like, dang, like this must have been a really good game. I never played it, but I got it based on the research that I did. Uh, again, another black label game because you can find these. Some of these are re second prints. You don't greatest hits type stuff. I didn't want to go for those. I wanted the original. Next. We got Lumens. Now this is a puzzle, uh, Lumens Puzzle Fusion. This is a puzzle game. I got a 9.8 A plus on it. Um, now this was a top five game on like a few lists and I never played it. And I kind of took a, a risk here because I'm like, you know, I don't know how many people played this puzzle game, but if it's a top five on multiple lists, I'm going to get it. And it was only, you know, it was cheap. It was cheap. So I was like, you know, this is a low risk play. Right. Um, and PSP games are cheap in general right now. I think it's actually a great time to buy them. Um, but I took a risk on it. It's like, you know, this is just a top five game on a couple lists. I'm going to get it. And I've got a 9.8 A plus. That's about as good as you can. I mean, you can get the A plus plus 10, right? Like, but this is solid. These are really good grades, right? Next up, we got Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Now, this is a game I'm actually familiar with. Got a 9.6 A plus, uh, And this will probably be a keeper. The, the Kingdom Heart, I, I have a Kingdom Hearts, you know, small Kingdom Hearts collection. This will probably be a keeper. Uh, Monster Hunter, I might keep. It really just depends. But um, Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep, you know, you can get this game for like 50, 60 bucks right now. Now, can you get it to grade well? I'm not sure. But uh, my results here is pretty good. 9.6 A plus, you know, and these, these games are, you know, 10 to 14 years old, something like that. 10, 12, 14 years old. <laughs> All right, next up. We got Jack and Daxter, 9.4 B+. Now, this one was interesting because I thought this one was going to get kicked back, and I learned something new. Um, back in the day, 
when Sony would send employee copies or uh, display copies or, you know, not for sale copies, they would actually hole punch or black out the UPC. And the weirdest thing about this game is that it was completely sealed, original Y-fold seal, but it had um, a hole punch to the UPC. And I was like, how the hell did they do that? I did some research and found out from a lot of employees who used to work at game stores to say, yeah, that was basically a copy that was never meant to be sold. It was just there. So this was something that was either given to employees, given to the store, but was never supposed to be sold. I found one. And the cool thing about it, you know, I got the 9.4 B plus, but the cool thing about it is that they actually annotate on the back UPC punched. And I put that in my notes when I got the game grade. I said, hey, I learned that Sony used to do this. They would hole punch games uh, for you know, stores or employees who've got a free copy, like basically you can't resell this, you know, off, you can't take our free game and resell it for profit. We'll just hole punch the UPC, you know, like stuff like that. I found it, you know, and I was thrilled that it got great. I thought I was going to get kicked back. I was like, maybe this was resealed or something, but I learned something new. That was cool. Moving on. We got God of War, Ghost of Sparta 9.6 A+. My friends were big on God of War, and I used to just watch them play. I actually never beat any of the God of War games, but I watched my, like, when I was staying the night at my friend's house, I literally watched them play from the time I got there to, like, we just passed out. God of War. Beginning to end. We'd watch someone play. There's another God of War game that I got, too, called Chains of Olympus. Now, I believe Chains of Olympus is uh, actually more popular than Ghost of Sparta. This one got a 9.4A. Um, but it was the best copy that I could find. A lot of these copies were beat to hell on eBay. Um, but check it out. We've got black label PSP, black label PSP. We got a 9.6 A plus Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, when I played Final Fantasy, I played Final Fantasy 7 on the PlayStation. Um, and I believe I played Final Fantasy on my Game Boy Advance. But my Final Fantasy knowledge really isn't much more. I watched the weird sci-fi movie when I was a kid, too. That Besides the point, again, this, this went in with my research that I had when I went on those websites. And Final Fantasy was ranking very high. Uh, so I went and grabbed this game, 9.6 A+. And last, another Final Fantasy game here, Crisis Core. This game is dope. Um, got a 9.4 A+. It was actually one of the more expensive games with God of War, too. So God of War and this Crisis Core were some of the more... That one and Metal Gear, um, those games were, were more expensive than all these other games. They were, they were like, I was kind of scared, like, damn, dude, don't want to pay this much money for them. But, I mean, I think it's going to pan out. Uh, but, yeah, another, this was another like highly rated game across multiple websites, and that's what led to my decision to buy it. And also, I, I know Final Fantasy, so it was like, okay, makes sense. Like, this is a top game on, you know, three or four websites, and... I also know Final Fantasy, not being like a huge gamer myself, but I know of it. Like, I think it's a pretty popular franchise, right? And those are my grades for my last water sub. I actually used the, um, the uh, special that they did in June. It was like 40 bucks a game or something like that. Um, but very, very pleased with my subs on this. And uh, I'll be looking at some more PSP games here pretty soon. I'm also looking at uh, DS, 3DS. Um, some of that like stuff that like prior to 2012 is really what I'm looking at. Um, because you know, you could go N64, you could go cardboard box, you know, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color. Uh, but a lot, like I've talked about, you know, in other podcasts, um, a lot of that stuff is gone. 
and it's really hard to go. It's really hard to even, you know, where do you start when everyone's bought it up already and only the worst copiers are available online? So um, I think that these are great, great picks for someone just starting a, a video game collection. And also pay attention to what titles you're buying. I did some research on my titles, and I think that was the biggest thing. Do research on why you get things. Um, and these are also just sick games, though. Like, these are, these are going to be... I cannot wait to get these in. Um, but there you guys go. That's a quick look at my WADA sub there. I have a couple more games I need to send. I bought some um, Super Nintendo uh, cartridges, loose cartridges, uh, that I intend on getting graded because they were in amazing condition where I found them at this vintage game store. Amazing. I mean, the stickers were just immaculate, super high gloss, uh, no scratches, you know, no weird like junk on them. It was really nice games. I'll share those in the future. But um, that's what we got for the gaming corner this week. I was a little long winded there. Um, and now our last segment of the day, Gengar's Grabs. Here we go. All right. Last segment of the night, Gengar's Grabs. We're talking about all the stuff that you guys bought this past week and shared in the Discord. Number five, going to Too Old to Mod. He got some more Marvel stickers. He, I think these are super cheap. He, he's like, these are crazy cheap. Um, but he's buying them, and I, I shared it because uh, we had just talked about Marvel earlier in the podcast. And uh, it's just something different, something different that we don't get. And I, that Marvel Versus right there, that um, Carnage and Venom pack is dope. That is sweet. Number four this week. Going with Conor Smalls. He's got the uh, Pale Dramon PSA 9 uh, EX1 Alternate Art Classic Collection. He said he was inspired. He said, you know, Greasy said, go buy your favorite characters. And that's what I did. And I love it. Um, I think I th these, these alternate arts right here, specifically from Classic Collection, are super slept on. Um, I think we're going to miss them when, you know, I think there will come a time for those to come back to life. Uh, but those are just, those are my favorite, like, modern Digimon cards right now. Number three. Volt makes a return to Gengar's Grabs. I can't remember the last time this guy posted anything. Uh, but he got some sweet games. He got a Fire Red, a Pokemon Fire Red, and Pokemon Leaf Green, and then a Pokemon Y on the 3DS. Those are all great games. I had Leaf Green and uh, Pokemon uh, X for the 3DS. And actually, Pokemon X is what I had won my... Uh, championship on the ship in the Navy for. So that was cool. Um, those are solid games. I think Fire Red and Leaf Green are some of the best Pokemon games ever made. You could throw in, uh, you can throw them in there with like Red, Blue, Ruby, Sapphire. Like they're they're on that level. Um, Crystal's great too because they had that extended version at the end. Um, but these, these are some of the best Pokemon games ever made. Okay, next. Number two. We got Matt from Pallet Town with a massive Dragon Ball Heroes uh, PSA return. Look at these gold cards right here. This is what caught my eye. He had some gold cards here. Um, looks like he had a pretty high uh, gem mint rate. The rest were all mint. Uh, solid picks. And these cards look great. I think, like, these cards for eye appeal, you know, just, like, shelf material, people eat these things up. So I, I think if, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, Dragon Ball Heroes is actually pretty sweet. Um pretty sweet gig for like grading cards and number one this week the champion going with josh palm and meats all the way from canada this is sweet this is my favorite pick of the week uh he got an xbox lot here so he got the original console 
For I love that giant console, man. It was the best. Even the stupid fat controllers. Those are my favorite, man. Like, you know, even the the uh the opening the opening uh screen for Xbox. Uh everything about it was just so different. You know, and it may not be the best system, it may not have the best titles, but it was so unique. Um I mean, they went they went completely the other way. I love the black and the green. Uh, he got Halo, the original Combat Evolved. He got two copies of Halo 2 and looks like NHL 2005. And then uh, he actually just bought Fable, I think, today or the other day. He shared it on the Discord. Um, Fable is probably my, one of my favorite Xbox games behind Halo 2. I would say that I actually, I probably paid, played, besides Halo 2 being like a competitive game where I was trying to become like a major league gamer, um, Fable was probably the game that I played the most behind that. I had a lot of hours on Fable. I bought the expansion pack, beat the crap out of the boss in that one too. Um, Fable is a great game. There's so much customization to make your guy different. And uh, once you become almighty and powerful, you just run around in the free world and just kill anything you want. And uh, it's, <laughs> it's a great game. Fable was one of those games like, that I would binge when I was on a, like fall break or a winter break, like in middle school, high school. I would just binge that game. Um, that was kind of like my Skyrim, I guess, was what, what it would be. Like I just played everything front to back. I knew everything about that game. But that's the champ. Vintage video games. I like the spread here. We got some Marvel, some Digimon. We got Game Boy Advance, Pokemon. We have Dragon Ball Slabs, and we got Xbox. This is a great spread this week on the Grabs tab. Thank you guys for sharing. It's cool checking this stuff out. And that is it for episode 141. Make sure you guys like, share. Subscribe, drop a comment uh, what you like this episode. Join our Discord because it's free. You can always support the podcast by clicking the links down below. And that is all for episode 141. I will see you guys next week. Peace.